the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio and all of Texas. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you, the word 9.30 a.m. This is a great Saturday morning. I hope you're up and at them, and I thank good Lord. Let's start with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this world that you've built. You're the Almighty God, God of uh, Israel, the world, and heaven. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that we can come together and just praise you for everything that's going on in our lives. Help us to learn. Help us to listen. Help us to put your word in action in our lives. Bless every each and every person out there and their families to continue to grow in love, forgiving everybody and loving everybody. And that's us all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Man, I tell you what, things are going on in the car business. Just unbelievable. Uh, you couldn't give a car away beginning of the month. And then the last, the last weekend, Memorial weekend, it exploded. Dealers, there was dealers selling a 50 and 100 cars because why? Because they're putting out the ads that, that trigger our emotions. Oh, man, it's the greatest. They're almost giving these cars away to us. Man, they got such great deals. And do you hate your car? Do you hate what you're driving? Do you hate your payment? Do you hate what you owe? Well, come on in here, and we're going to take care of you. Well, if you believe that, I want to say you land a park. Now, the deed's a little, you know, handwritten, but don't worry about it. Come on in here, because I'm going to say you land the park. If you believe these cars are such great deals and that these dealerships, I was talking to a man that was a general manager for lots of dealerships in the past, and he was telling me how, man, 10 years ago, overhead was tremendous, and he knows now how much it is. These dealerships got to make a lot of money and make it on you. You're the customer. You're walking in. I got news for you. If you don't walk in the door, if you don't spend money with them, they're not making money. So they're waiting on you to show up in order to – they're trained to take your emotions and figure out, are you making decisions or is the wife making decisions? You might know that I've got another show on there. It's called uh, MakingMemoriesRV.com. It's on another station on uh, Saturday night, uh, makingmemoriesrv.com. You can go to that website. We talk about emotions and buying fun. Buying fun? Yeah, camping. And making memories do matter big time to me and my family and the people. I talk about the last 180 days my dad was alive, and I spent a lot of time with him, helped my stepmother handling because you know he it was a tough situation on her god bless her she worked hard liz did a great job um and my dad and i had some deep thoughts deep conversations 
and we talked about the past. We didn't talk about working, and we were partners for years, and we worked together, together with ourselves for years. He sold me a lot of cars uh, because he stayed in the business, but we wasn't partners. We were two types of different people. I did business in big volumes, and he didn't, and he didn't like that, and that's fine, you know, because we're all wired differently. But I spent a lot of time with him in deep conversation. We talked about making memories, what we did, how much fun we had, because we had a rough, rough, rocky situation. And especially in the car business, fathers always right, sons always wrong. I was selling in our partnership 100 cars a month, and he was selling 10. But I was always wrong. We were, I was making the most money, but I was always wrong. But sometimes I look back and I wonder if he didn't think about slowing him down. You know, maybe he didn't want to be in my way. But, you know, sometimes we think about other people in a different situation. And so we've got to, he took, maybe he took himself out of it. He was a very selfish person uh, the first 75 years of his life. But we forgave each other, and we really became best friends the last, well, I guess that's since 87 to probably close to 25 years. We became close, good friends because you got to get the unforgiveness out of, you know, we got unforgiveness in our life and we got to birth it. We got to get it out of our belly because if we've got unforgiveness in our bodies, we can't let the love and grace of God come in our, in our lives. And so once we get that unforgiveness, and that's what's happened to me, I'm, I can talk about this because I had it. I was full of unforgiveness. I was full of pride, greed. The Joneses tried to keep up with me. The, the selfishness was full of me. And once that all poured out, God poured different love, concern, and, and looking at life different. Because now I love people. I love everybody. I love bratty kids. I love big mouth women. I love it. I, I feel sorry for them. You know, when you really have forgiven somebody is when they used to be able to push your button. And now you forgive them. Now you love them. Now you're concerned about them. And that's the way I became for my dad. I wanted the best for him. Before, I didn't care. He's on his own. He can do it alone. He's a big boy. But once you get all that unforgiveness, all that bitterness out of your life, you become a child of God. And that's what happened to me. Uh, thank you, Lord, for changing me. Man, that is a great song. And I ought to be singing that every day because Jesus Christ changed me when I got all that, all that birthing, all that unforgiveness, all that bitterness out of me. My life changed. I've taken and I've, I've talked often about being a taker and in Jesus Christ making me a giver. I want to give back to you. I want to teach you. Uh, I, there's so much to teach you. I've got probably years and years and I try to put it in. I've got several shows going on besides making memories, uh, RV.com, besides learn to buy and sell cars.com. I've helped a lot of people on getting new cars. We have hasslefreeautobuying.com, but you need to call my office for that. Now, second half of the show, I'll give my mobile out. My office number is 830-625-7159. And uh, I tell you what, 
there's so many great scriptures in the Bible, but Proverbs 15, 1 says, A soft and gentle and thoughtful answer turns away wrath, but harsh and painful and careless words stir up anger. If you see this at a dealership, folks, they're ready to take every available dollar they can. 80% of the dealerships out there will rip you off. 20% will tell you the truth. I know the 20%. I've been in the business, believe it or not, 54 years. I started when I was 14. I'm 68 right now. And 80% of them, if they get upset that you want to pray about it, and I've had salespeople that I didn't know as well as I thought I should have, and they would come in there, and they're a little upset. Man, these customers want to go home and pray about it. I tell them, good, I want them to. What? I said, yeah, tell them go home and pray about it. I want them to. Well, I want to sell them a car. I do too. But I want to sell it when the Holy Spirit and when Jesus Christ tells them to do it because the deal's a better deal then. Because if they don't pray about it and something goes wrong, it, it, their problem gets bigger than they can handle. But the problem gets so big that's bigger than God. There's nothing bigger than God. Let me tell you. He made the earth. Can you imagine all the animals and all the stuff that he's made in this world? We're still finding things we don't know about. And the scientists are the smartest in the world, and they're finding creatures and things that's happening every day. You, you think that just happened? Well, he's when he becomes when your problem becomes bigger than God. God steps out of the way. He don't let you. Hey, what man makes breaks? And automobiles are not made to last forever. Hey, Henry Ford. They asked him in an interview one time. I said, Henry, if you could build a perfect car, what would it be? He said, I'd build it out of cardboard, and I'd give it a one-year guarantee. And after one year and one day, it would fall completely apart. Well, I got news for you. They figured out how to sell more parts. They figured these cars do last longer. They did make one mistake in designing these cars. They designed cars, and they put fuel injection on them. And fuel injection helps these motors to last longer. So that's the mistake that they made. Unbelievable. It's a mistake that it's un unbelievable. So what's happened is they caused these cars, the motors to last longer. And transmissions last a little longer because they improved them to sell them. They wanted to improve cars to sell them. But they made them to last longer. But they said, you know what? We need to sell more power windows. And so they, they designed them. They're making everything lighter. I talk about a pickups from, from friends of mine. And they'll buy a three-quarter ton. Well, these engineers have figured out where they could make a three-quarter ton lighter and handle 1,500 pounds. And so they designed them exactly that, got them lighter for fuel economy, got them lighter for making them cheaper, got them lighter for this, that, and the other. But my friends put 4,000 pounds of feed on there. Well, it's rated for 1,500. Well, the beds will start to crack. Things will start to happen. And they're all upset. You know, oh, man, you sold me a bad truck. No. Times have changed. Engineering have changed. And, you know, these old trucks that we built for a three-quarter ton years ago had great big old strong steel in them. 
and and that was the situation there because that old strong still could handle 4,000 pounds of feed, but now it don't handle 4,000 pounds of feed. So things have changed, evolved, but we've got to change. I, I'm writing some books on, on the radio show. I'm writing some books about my life and inner healing, the changes in my life. I've got pages and pages of notes. I've got a great guy in Fort Worth that's going to help me self-publish this uh, the first several books. But I've, I've studied lately, how was business 50 years ago? How was the dealerships? How was the salesman? How much education we had? How we were prepared? How good old boys mattered and didn't matter? How banking was different? How there wasn't no internet? How you shop for a car? Well, 50 years ago, it was tremendously different. 40 years ago, 30 years ago, the big changes started about 20 years ago. Ten years ago, it exploded. And five years ago, now technology has passed us by. If you're not a young person and you understand what's going on, you understand uh, computers, you understand what it's going to take to get it to the next level, things pass you by. And, and that's what's happened in the car business. It's a tremendous amount of change. So I'm here to help you work through these changes, understand the changes, understand what dealerships are doing. We've got a lot of people right now that are wanting to sponsor, help sponsor my show because their business is changing. They understand they've got to get the word out there. And, you know, I was talking to a genius in the car business. Um, he's helped so much. He's in the auction business, but he helped build dealerships all over the United States. And I guess he was a gunslinger going around helping dealerships. And uh, we were talking about one of my sponsors, North Park Toyota, in uh, San Antonio. And uh, he said, well, how, how are they doing? I said, they're doing well, and they're advertising with me, and they like it. And they used to not do any radio advertising, but due to my show, I feel like, their advertising has exploded. And so now they're on other radio stations. And he said, well, what was the key to, the, to their advertising? To me, I said it was customer service, showing all, telling all, and also saying we need good Christian people to work with us. And they've got some good ones. And if you're still looking for a job, or change a career, and an education. I tell you what, I, I said I've explained that young people who don't want to go to college, don't want to get in debt, want to learn, want to start somewhere and do something, open their eyes, being educated, being well-trained. I said go out and talk to North Park Toyota. Talk to Merle out there, general manager, really smart guy, really good trainer, really a good guy to work for. And I said go out there and see and maybe get a job and learn something and grow and understand how selling you know, I teach at schools and I teach at churches. If you've got a church, I don't care how big it is, and you want me to come to talk to your congregation, I've got restaurants right now that have their employees listen to my shows because they want their employees not buried, not in a bad car. You know, a good, a good deal starts with a good car, and I don't care if it's a $1,000 car or a 40000 or a $100,000 car. you got to start with a good car. i got a friend of mine. I sold him a Porsche. I told him not to buy it, but, you know, his emotions, his desires, his feelings had to have it. I've got to have it. I can't live without it. i got the money. I want to blow it. 
Well, he's told me recently, he said, man, it stays in the shop more than it stays at home, more than I get to drive it. And he said, man, you're talking about they ought to have caviar and champagne at the service department because, man, when you get that bill, you need some kind of medication to take the pain out when you see that bill. That service bill on those Ferraris will hurt you. I said, I warned you about all of that. I've experienced all that. I've owned a lot of Ferraris and Maseratis and all that high-dollar stuff. Man, it doesn't help you a bit. You know, you, you want to try to impress somebody? Hey, you may impress them for 10 minutes, but it's, all, it's gone there. If the jealousy, if jealousy gets a hold of them because you're driving a Ferrari, it may eat at them for days and days. It may hurt your relationship. He said, I never thought of that. I said, you'll have people who are so jealous that you have a Ferrari, it'll, it'll cause a little stickler between you and them about the Ferrari. You've got something they, they would love to have. They can't afford it. They won't do what you will do to, in order to afford it. But, oh, they'd rather be jealous and let their mind control them on every thought that comes through their mind. So they end up being controlled by the jealousy of you having something, oh, man, that I would love to have. So be prepared in you owning something that somebody's jealous about. They will get an attitude about it an attitude toward you. I'm just telling you what I've experienced over the year, what I've seen over the years, how people just let their emotions, their desires, their feelings, they lose that common sense. How much do you love losing money? I'm sorry, I don't like throwing money away. I was born poor. My family, my dad, he lived the way he wanted to live. And that was... He loved the party. He loved the nightlife. He loved staying up late at night. And he was, you know, he provided for himself. He didn't really provide for the family. My mother worked hard, and we barely got by. My grandmother helped. Uh, my mother worked herself super hard trying just for us to survive. And I learned that money uh, can control somebody. But also, it can be a good tool in what you own and what you do and how you handle it. And so I don't like wasting money. And I look at purchases, and that's why I like old cars. Let me get off on the subject just a little bit. I like being productive. I like making things better. I like working on stuff. I like cleaning stuff up. In old cars, you can be productive. You can take a little old car, clean it up, freshen it up, do some things to it, and improve it and make a little money. Or you can improve it and enjoy it and get your money back. I like driving stuff that don't cost me much money. I'm driving an 04 Grand Marquis with hell damage right now. I've talked about it. I've just looked. I think I'm at 28,000 miles I've put on this car. Now, if I'd have bought a BMW, Mercedes, some old high-dollar car, and put 28,000 miles on let's say it was 70,000, 80,000 miles, now I would have it at 100,000 miles. That would take a big value. My riding around, showing off, thinking I'm cool, think I'm something special, and hoping that nothing broke, because let me tell you something, what man makes breaks, I might have been fixing something on that high-dollar car. So it would have cost me a lot of money, the loss of the value from a 70,000, 80,000-mile car to a 100,000-mile car. I lose a lot of value, and I'm gambling on something going that will break. 
grand marquee cheap to fix it. Nothing's been broke. I've had three flat tires. I don't understand that. All on the right rear. All nails. I don't know where I'm getting them, but anyway. I was with a buddy of mine. <coughs> Excuse me. Went on, we went out to lunch, and uh, he said, uh, uh, Randy, uh, uh, we got a flat tire. I said, I'll handle that in five minutes. So I opened the trunk, and I changed that spare. He watched me and had it on there. We got ready to go, and he said, you're right. Took you five minutes. I said, I've changed so many spares in my life. But I said, you know what? Have we ch taught our children how to change a spare? Have we taught safety? Have we taught them where to look, where to go, what to look? You know, And I, I tell you what, I ran into one, and I was in a hurry here. I, it was my fault. I was in a hurry. And I bought a wrecked. Uh, Escalade from a Cadillac dealer, and it was wrecked, and the tire wasn't flat when I first looked at it, but it took about two weeks to get the insurance company. You know how these insurance companies, and we may talk a little bit about insurance companies the next uh, half of the show, and uh took them about two weeks to get the deal settled. Well, there's a flat tire, and I couldn't find the tools. Luckily, I had the manual so i flipped it out grabbed the manual found the tools got it changed i was trying to get to an auction in time i was loading this thing up this that and the other but you know sometimes if you own a vehicle first thing you need to do is walk down check out exactly what needs to be done and changing the spare you might be in that situation you might be on the side of the road you might want to understand but we need to teach our children you know these millenniums don't know how to drive a standard they don't know how to change a spare. My office manager, Kathy, she's a sweetheart. She's taught her daughter how to change a spare. I guarantee you that, that little gal, she can do a lot of things because her mother spends a lot of time with her, explains and teaches her. You know, do, are we too fast-paced and no patience that we don't teach our children right from wrong? We don't teach them the basics in life? Are we a bad example? Like I told you about the millenniums. Hey, I'm going to maybe mention uh, my niece. She just sold her house, and they bought her a fifth. They bought a fifth wheel to live in. They figured out that taxes and insurance was cheaper uh, not owning a home, and now they're living in a fifth wheel. But she did her homework. She's been listening to my show, uh, MakingMemoriesRV.com. Been listening to my show, and they decided they're tired of the maintenance on the house, the insurance, the taxes, this, that, and the other. So they bought them a fifth wheel. So these millenniums have watched the families be in debt, buy too much, car payments, always big car payments, no money left in the last of the month. Dave Ramsey's right. There's two kinds of cars, and this is my saying, not Dave Ramsey's saying, afford and can't afford. Them affords, they're great. Them can't affords, man, they're miserable, and you got to get behind the wheel every day. Oh, I'm going to tell you. Hey, I've got some. I've had some cars in the past that almost drove me nuts. Man, every time I got one thing fixed, something else broke. You ever been in that situation? You ever felt like, man, I'm never going to get this car right in my life? Well, it happens. What man makes breaks. I believe that with all my heart. But that's why I want to put. I want to buy something for me to travel in and put that thirty, forty thousand miles. I put a lot of miles on. I'm looking at stuff, going stuff. I want to look at a camper for a lady. Um, she's had a boyfriend. They were going to get married. They had a baby. They bought a camper. They were going to do this, that, and the other. 
and he split. Now she's got the camper. Now they're going to lose. They bought new. Let me tell you something. If you can afford a new camper, buy it. But if you can't handle the loss that it's going to be, they give like 45000 for it. Now it's worth twenty, twenty-two thousand. It's a 16. It's like new. So if you can handle it, if you can handle it in a car. See, that's what the millennials saw in their parents. They'd buy these brand new cars. And man, they were so excited for two weeks or a month or two or three months at the max. Oh man, I've got to have this new car. Has the excitement left? The excitement, if, if you're buying on excitement, if you're buying on feelings, your feelings will change. Your desires will change. And you'll get out there and the first stop sign, you look up, there's somebody driving a car just like what you just bought. They're everywhere. That's what they say. Everywhere. It's just like Santa Claus. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Well, he's, you buy something you think you're special about, before you know it, you'll see them everywhere. Because you're not aware. You're not studying your situation. You're not in control of your feelings, your desires, and your emotions. And that's sort of what you've got to be. I want you to prepare it. I want you cool, calm, collected, confident, in control of your next purchase. I don't want you to be a VIP customer. I don't want you to be a preferred customer because I, I know those dealerships and the uh, managers that used to work at those dealerships I've talked to many a time, and they'll tell you, man, we make $8,000 on those preferred VIP customers because they walk in there and they got their guard down and they walk in there like sheep and we just take advantage of them. We make money hand over fist over them and we treat them special. We smile at them. We tell you we love you, but give me your money. I want every available dollar. Don't you have a little more you could put out? Can I, can I, you know, can I make a deal with you? Can, can you handle a little more payment? Can you handle a little more interest rate? Can you handle a little more add-ons? Hey, dealer prep, well, you know, you've got to pay the dealer prep. No, you don't. Don't pay dealer prep. That's packing payments. They ought to be sued over that. Don't pay all these add-ons. You didn't put it on there. You didn't want it. Tell them, take it off. You, there was 1800 spent too much on a car the other day by a friend of mine. This is Randy Adams, learning to buy and sell cars.com. Hey, stay tuned. Tell your friends and neighbors we got more to talk about. Man, God's blessed me with a ministry and teaching you the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. And there's so much ugly. Let me tell you something. It's probably 10% good. The bad is probably 40%. And the ugly is 50%. We'll be right back. Thank you, Shemaya. God bless you. Tell your friends and neighbors. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is an auto dealership where you can buy from a dealer that truly cares most about your complete satisfaction before and after the sale. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's most exclusive and prestigious award, the President's Cabinet Award for 2013, 2014, and now 2015. This award recognizes operational superiority, high-volume sales, and most importantly, outstanding customer satisfaction. At North Park Toyota of San Antonio, we feature hassle-free, no games, no gimmicks, posted pricing every day on every vehicle. We don't mark them up just to mark them down. Every new Toyota comes with complimentary Toyota care, two years or 25,000 miles of no-charge maintenance with a complimentary car wash. And we will buy your car even if you don't buy ours. Appraisal purchase offer valid for 10 days from the date of appraisal. North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South, exit 
144 Fisher Road and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Hello again, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. Tell your friends and neighbors to give us a call. Uh, get your pen and paper down ready to get my phone numbers for my office and my mobile. <clears throat> I'm going to give my mobile number out. I had a funny conversation with some people the other day that uh, just met me and, and uh, liked my show, and one of them said, you know, you keep saying we go to school for everything in the world, but we don't go to school for buying and selling cars. He said, you also said one day that we sell everything, don't we? I said, well, you sell yourself at your job. You sell yourself if you're a doctor or a lawyer. I guess we sell ourselves everywhere. But do you take advantage of people? Do you lie to people? Do you do you twist people? Do you work out of the gray area? Everybody sells themselves, you know. And and I uh, I've had an opportunity one time. Uh, my dad's best one of his best friends was uh, president of Trinity University, and he said, Randy, I'd like you to teach a class on selling. He said, uh, you ever decide to get out of the car business and go to teaching, I would like you to teach on, uh, and this was 30 years ago. He said, I'd like you to teach on buying and selling cars and uh, on emotions and, and just there's so many classes you could teach because of the experience you've had and what you've witnessed and how many different people you've dealt with and how many thousands of owners and dealerships and managers, you know, it's and they're all selling themselves. I mean, advertising people sell you and their product. Everybody sells themselves. But why are we in control of that? We know that we're getting sold, but do we? Does that little punk inside of us say, "Oh, I want that brand new car," or "I deserve a brand new car"? Or do we let that thing happen to us? Do we let greed, pride, and keeping up with the Joneses control our pocketbooks? They it can't pay for the pocketbook, so why are you letting it, you know, make a decisions on your life, you know, to make you feel better? How long do you feel better about it? Do you feel better about the car till the first time it gets dirty, or do you feel better about the car that you purchased that first time something breaks or something you have to buy, or you take it down for warranty and it's not covered, you know? Uh, hey, I talked to a guy that had his engine fixed on a Dodge truck um, a couple of weeks ago, and he used BG products. He said, I didn't buy extended warranty. I said, well, you're using BG products. BG project products picked up the tab. And he told me, he said, you know, I said, you didn't need extended warranty. If you use BG products, they stand behind their product and there was a failure on your engine, and they paid for it. Well, that's not a, that's a great route to go. You hear about these lifetime warranties. These lifetime warranties cost you five or six times what an extended warranty would cost you, and you've got to do things that are not necessary to keep the warranty, and you've got to work with them, and there's so many different things, and if you don't do it, they won't cover the warranty. They won't do this, that, and the other. They won't give you free anything. 
And so they make tremendous amount of money for these lifetime warranties. And I had this person ask me about that the other day. And they said, well, isn't that a great deal? I said, it was a great deal. All dealerships would be doing it. But some dealerships have a conscience. And they don't want to overcharge you five or six times what a warranty would cost you. They want to take care of you. They don't want you to, to change the rear end grease on one or a front axle grease on one when it didn't need it and doesn't call for it. They, they've got a little bit of a conscience. Believe it or not, some dealerships have a conscience. Not all of them, but some of them. So, you know, we're in a business, a dog-eat business, that takes a lot of money to open the door every month. And it takes a lot of money. I was, I was talking to a guy the other day. He said, I was at a dealership the other day. Seemed like they had 300 employees. I said, yeah. How'd you like to have pay health care on 300 employees? How'd you like to pay insurance? How'd you like to pay 150000 200000 a month on utilities? Not counting insurance, not counting overhead, not counting uh, interest, not counting insurance. He said, wow. I said, well, that's the key. You've got to understand what's going on, you know, and you've got to understand. You've got to make a decision today that will pay off tomorrow. This is Randy Adams. I've helped a lot of people lately get brand-new cars and used cars. Uh, hassle-free auto buying, we don't have it up online anymore. You can give us a call at 830-625-7159. Or you can give us a call at uh, my mobile. And, and keep trying on my mobile. Don't give up on me if you haven't heard from me in a day or two. Keep trying. 830-708-4789. That's 708-4789. And since I've been giving my phone number out, I've been getting a lot of texts. I thank you people that are texting me. Uh, I'll try to get back with you or text you a response or something. But I've been getting a lot of texts on that and a lot of questions, and I'll definitely answer your question. You know, and I even, I've never gave my email address out, but I'm going to give it out. It's randy at randyadamsinc.com. That's Randy at RandyAdamsInc.com. Randy Adams Inc. is my main business, my main uh, website. People are always going through it. Had a bunch of dealers on it uh, this last week. I sell to other dealers all across the state. Uh, about to sell a truck to a dealer in Mississippi, it looks like. Um, guy from Florida is trying to buy a 68 Camaro. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I want your vehicle. I don't matter what. I need cargo vans. I need 15-passenger vans. I've got a guy that's got a bunch of 15-passenger vans I need to call back. Uh, I need uh, old trucks, new trucks. Uh, trying to buy a 66 Ford pickup right now and a 72 Chevy pickup. Uh, also trying to buy a 49 Ford pickup. It doesn't run. So I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. If you need a second opinion on your unit, had a lot of people go to CarMax lately and then come to me and I outbid them. Uh, no problem at all. If you want to shop, get a second, third opinion, whatever you want to do, I want you to be your best. I had a lady that, uh, that also bought a, a camper, and it was not very old, and she owed a lot of money on it. She needed to sell it, and she's desperate. And I said, well, take it back to the dealership you bought it from and ask them what they'll give for it. And she did, and she almost was in tears. I mean, she gave uh, 
$39,000 and they offered her $15,000 for an almost new camper. How can you sell a person a camper for $39,000? You know what? It'd be easier to rent one. Or, or we're working on some of that kind of stuff, too, on makingmemoriesrv.com. John Eastie's a sponsor of that show. I appreciate John Eastie. Good man. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed doing business with him. And we've got a good partnership on the on the Making Memories RV. So, you know, the problem we, we have is we're all in a hurry. You know, your feelings get up. you got to buy something. We want instant purchases. We see that every day, instant purchases. They want to they soothe their self. They want to feel good about themselves, and they want to do it right now. You know, Steve Sorensen, the pastor at uh, Cornerstone Church and now Bridgeway Church in Corpus, uh, we had a radio show together down in Corpus. We really loved it. We need a sponsor in Corpus if you're interested in the Corpus area. We need a sponsor for the show down in uh, Corpus. It's cheap for uh, for what you get. Uh, this radio station, this show is not like a preferred customer show, the other guy. That's 6000 a month. You can get by with about uh, 800 to 1000 a month being a sponsor down in Corpus. We're looking for sponsorship down there. But anyway, Steve always told me he didn't buy any big-ticket item, and he considered 200 a big-ticket item. Unless 24 hours had passed, he'd prayed about it, and he'd talked to his wife Marilyn about it. You know, that's a great practice. But we get in too big a hurry. You know, we'll study to, to buy a TV for six months and ask everybody in the world what they own and what they like and how good it is and how clear it is, and we'll go and shop and shop and shop. But when it comes to buying an automobile, when it comes to buying a camper, when it comes to buying a motorhome, we jump up. And we buy it one day. We'll jump up Saturday morning having breakfast with our wife and say, let's go buy us a new car. And yeah, you're really prepared. This should be an all-year-long process. And why I say that is because, well, i got news for you, it's the worst investment we have on earth. I'm telling you. You know what I did? I'm sorry, folks. I did not put the phone number out for you to call in today. That was 210340. 9585. But like I say, if you'd like to talk to me, I'm going to put the number out next week. I apologize for that. I get so excited. The Holy Spirit gets me going in a direction. I forget to put the phone number out. I'm sorry. But I'm glad I put out my phone number where you can give me a call or text me. I've got a man in Brady, Texas that listens every week that gives me a call. I think it's Brady or somewhere out there. And he texts me something every week. And I appreciate it. I love him. I tell I tell all the people that text me and all the people on Facebook, that's Facebook Randy Adams, but please go to Randy Adams, Inc. and like it because we may have to switch over to Randy Adams, Inc. because I'm full on Randy Adams. I'm trying to get a time to sit down and take some of the people off of Randy Adams and fill them up with the good Christian people on there. But uh, tell your church members, I've got church members that my father-in-law goes to church at, in uh, Logan, Ohio, and they've told them all about my show, and they go to kslr.com and listen to my show. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com, figure out where I'm at, what I'm talking about, because all of my shows are a little different. My Austin show, I talk to them liberals over there. You know, they become what they hate. 
they become haters of anybody that doesn't have the same opinion, the same views, and the same living thoughts that they have. They hate these people, and they become in a rage, and they're letting rage control them. But you can also get in a rage with your spouse, because does your spouse live on a budget and you don't? Or does your budget count when it's for something of them and not you? By that I mean, you know, you know, your spouse will say, oh, no, that doesn't fit our budget, but she'll go buy something you think's unnecessary. That's why you need to follow Steve Sorensen's plan of praying about it, be in unity, talk about it, you know, and too many wives will say, honey, go ahead and buy it, you know, buy that $80,000 truck that's going to be worth twenty-five or thirty in three or four years. You know, you deserve it. And smile and lie through your teeth. Oh, man, we don't, we can't afford this truck. I don't want this truck. But I'm going to tell him I love it and I love him. And he deserves it. Well, then about the end of them every month for the next 84 months, don't complain. Don't complain about what you said was all right at the end of the month when there's nothing left in the bank account. The Lord don't like people complaining. You know, you... You stated it. You were backing him up. You agreed with him. You were in unity with him, even though you were lying. And then you tell him, oh, at the end of the month, what are we going to do with this high-dollar truck that we're driving around hauling air in that we don't need a truck? We're looking to haul, haul for somebody else because we think we've got to get use out of it. Oh, I've, I've had buddies of mine have a brand-new truck. What do you need to haul? What do you need to haul? Don't you have anything to haul? No. And four-wheel drive, do you ever take that truck off the pavement? No. But I want four-wheel drive just in case I ever get in that situation. When's the last time it happened? Oh, uh, never. Oh, well, 20 years ago. Oh, I was drunk. I was in the wrong place. I was out in the mud. Shouldn't have been there. I run off the road. Well, you shouldn't have been drunk. So this is Randy Adams, learning to buy and sell cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. I tell you what, I'm having a great time. I, I just love what I do. So I appreciate each and every one of you listeners. God bless you. Things are going great. Uh, thanks, man. So we love the opportunity to talk to you in San Antonio and all of South Texas. We're having a great show, and I hope you're having a great opportunity to know more and learn more and grow and understand what's going on. God bless you, each and every one of you. Uh, I got another one I want to talk about. Proverbs 1.4 said the prudent, that's good judgment. The prudent, that prudent, good judgment, astute common sense. We're in Proverbs 1.4. They're talking about the prudent may be given to you to the, God can give the naive and the inexperienced who are easily misled. Hey, are they talking about a customer buying a car? that the person of understanding will acquire wise and counsels and the skill. That's in the Proverbs 5, but we're now let's go back to Proverbs 4 again because we're talking about the prudent with good judgment, astute common sense. I hope that's me. I hope I have good judgment and common sense that may be given to the naive, that's the customer that don't know, and the inexperienced because you're not trained, you're not schooled, you're not well-rounded. You know, who are easily misled. Man, I'm telling you, 
95% of the people that walk into a dealership are easily misled. Why? Because the salesmen sell you on your emotions, because they know how to switch you, to change you. 85% of the people buy something they don't intend to buy. That's why uh, hasslefreeautobuying.com, we, for $195, we do the whole process for you. You get the right car. We make sure you're using the right bank credit union. We make sure that you're doing it right. Maybe I need to go over the system a little later here in the last few minutes. And so, but, you know, and knowledge and discernment that's intellectual, uh, intellectual, enter, uh, you need discernment because you need to teach the youth. You need to have the discernment to teach the youth how, what, are you a bad example, a bad parent? What's going on in your life that has changed the way purchases are done? Hey, living expenses have gone up big time the last 10 years, but has, has our wages gone up to keep up with it? No. Has our buying uh, desires stayed up with our budget? No. Cost of insurance, taxes, look what taxes have done. Look what insurance has done on our homes and our cars because of hail damage. And Proverbs 1.5 says, let the wise hear and increase their learning, and the person of understanding will acquire wise counsel and the skill to, to understand the truth, to look at the truth to steer his course wisely and lead others to the truth. I want to teach you so well you can teach others. I want you to be there mentally, physically, spiritually on all your purchases, just not an automobile, just not a, a fun item like a camper or a motorhome, in all of them. You know, because the dealers love a know-it-all, and there's so many know-it-alls out there that don't know it all. And they're not trained and they're not well, but they think they know it all. And it's so easy to sell to know it all. Oh, man, you're so right. This is not your first rodeo. Man, we can't make any money on you. I can't believe my manager is going to do this deal. You're so smart. Oh, man, I just can't believe it. That's an easy way of selling to know it all, you know. So go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Easy process of describing your car. I want to buy your car. I want to give you fair market for your car. You need to know what your car's worth. It's your hard-earned money after-tax money. Remember, $80,000 truck. Oh, man, you know, I love my truck, and I'm going to have to pay $80,000. Excuse me? That's after-tax money. you got to make 100 to pay for that $80,000 truck because Uncle Sam's going to get his part. So describe your vehicle. Let me know. Exactly. Walk around and spend 10, 15 minutes. Understand what it looks like today. Not what you bought it, but what it, it, what's happened to it in the last three, four, five years. Describe your car. I'll make you a fair market offer on it. That way you can trade it in, add 500 or 1,000 to it because the dealer's going to beat you up. Add money to it if you're going to retail it yourself, but be careful if you retail it yourself. Don't let them know where you live. Don't show them the title. Get a copy of their driver's license, show it at a, at a uh, fire station or a uh, police department. Let them know you're coming to show the car. Don't let them follow you home. Uh, don't definitely let, you, let them near your house 
because they'll understand they can come back and steal your car, steal your title, and steal everything you got. A lot of people are getting killed. A lot of people are getting beat up, and they're stealing everything and running off with it. Desperate people do desperate things. Not like the car business. Desperate dealers do desperate things. These dealers are too good to be true selling these, telling these uh, ads, you know, don't, don't make your payment. If you hate your payment, we're going to take care of you. Uh, they're desperate. Hey, and still selling 16s, they don't take care of people if they still got 16s. And I heard of about a dealer gotten 15s. If that dealer hadn't sold all of his 16s by now with 18s just around the corner, he's not treating people right. He's too high. He mouses people around. He doesn't have good help. Uh, some of these dealerships look like a revolving door, all the salesmen that come in and out of there. So we want you to know exactly what you're doing on your next purchase. So after you find out what your vehicle's worth, go to the other side of our website, learntobuyandsellcars.com. Find out what your credit score is. Go to ftc.gov, ftc.gov. Find out what your credit score is. Study it hard. Look at your credit. Look at it real good. See if everything's paid up. See if there's more, no mistakes, no past due things, uh, something that you can handle. If, you've got, if you need to clean your credit up, uh, make sure that you give me a call. Either one of my numbers, 830-625-7159. Uh, that's 830-625-7159. Or give me a call on my mobile. That's 830-708-4789. I've got Kimball that works down at Corpus. He can do it from Corpus, wherever you're at in the United States. He used to work for Dave Ramsey. You know that he's good if he worked for Dave Ramsey. We used to work for Dave Ramsey, and he can help you with your credit. He's the best, the cheapest I've ever seen, and he's a good Christian guy. And if you need his number, give me a call. I'll be glad to give it to you. So after you clean your credit up, now talk to a bank and credit union. Said talk to a bunch of them. I had a guy the other day said, hey, uh, I found a place that gave me the same interest rate as my, my bank. I said, well, go with the other one if you know, that way, keep your line of credit open to your bank. Get you two or three places that you're doing business with, and that way you've got an open line of credit with your bank. You've got other banks you can do business with. Let me tell you something. I've had experience with a bank I've been with 1978. I'm not going to tell you which bank it is, but they don't know me anymore. I'm a number, and they, they haven't treated me right. And I could switch all my business over to another bank, but they're not hustling. They're not doing what they need to be doing. And so these banks have become money machines. And you don't think they're building billion-dollar buildings everywhere or multi-million-dollar buildings everywhere on not making money? They're making plenty of money. But we've all become numbers. So shop, 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 get the best interest rate. Look at your budget. Find out how much you're going to spend on interest, how much the total note's going to be, uh, Hey, take a look and figure out what the car is going to be worth after the note's paid. You got a two-year note. Look at a car, and, you know, and say, well, it's going to have this many miles. It's going to be two years older, and it's going to be worth about this. You, when you figure out what car it is, it's a lot easier that way to see exactly what that car is going to be worth when you get ready when you get through paying for it. And I'm hoping when you get through paying for it, then you get you three, four years of uh, no payments and pay to yourself. Stack that money up in the bank where you got cash on your next car. Act like you still got payments. Put it in the bank. Don't touch it. Best kind of car? Paid for a car. By far. After you've done all of that, 
then it's time to talk to your bank, I mean your credit union, uh, after you've talked to them, talk to your mechanic, talk to your body shop, talk to the parts house. I was in a parts house the other day, and the guy said, oh, we got plenty of them. That goes out a lot of times on those 07 Camrys. I said, well, it's a cheap, easy fix. He said, yeah, but some cars, you know, it's not. And I said, yeah, I know. Talk to parts house. I'm buying a, you know, 2014 Camry. What do you sell a lot of parts? What do you stock a lot of parts? Talk to mechanics, talk to body shops, talk to people that own that type of vehicle, talk to mechanics at the shop that they sell them new, talk to, go to Consumer Report, check the internet, check everywhere you can before you make the right decision on that on that purchase. After you've done that, you can shop the world in, in 10 minutes. So, hey, give me a call. I'm sorry I'm running out of time. God bless you. Go to learn to buy and sell cars.com, uh, making memories, rv.com. We're going to have a show tonight at 8 o'clock. Uh, God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Forgive everybody. Live longer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.